Hi, I'm Joel Ingram. I'm Luke Davis. And I'm Alfredo Sullivan. And this is The Gays. The show where we talk about everything from politics to pop culture to... Pimple poppin'. Pimple poppin'. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be honest, I do love popping my zits, and I'll pop your zits too, but I cannot watch the videos of people popping zits. For some reason, that grosses me out. Dr. Pimple Popper. I will straight up see a whitehead on you, and I'll be like, can I yeah. pop that for you? I know you but did it for me last summer. I do, or two summers ago. I, I, <laughs> no, I, I subscribed to Doctor Pimple Popper both on YouTube and the Instagrams, and I I do enjoy the videos. There are some of them that are, are like the bigger the bigger stuff that she doesn't pop. She like slices open and they ooze out. She drains. Yeah, those are disgusting. I those I have a hard time watching with, but the like the ones she squeezes, I'm really into. But Alfredo will not let or me squeeze the like the zit on his back. It's no, it's different when when someone else is doing it to you. Your nerve endings, I guess, are on higher alert because it hurts way more. If you're just popping your own pimple, we're getting real disgusting. If we're in here if, yeah. and I'm watching you do it, no. But there's something about the videos because it's so disembodied because they're just filming that area that right. I'm okay watching. But when Joel, when Joel does it to me, it hurts way more than if I were just trying to do it myself. It hurts way more. Hurts and so that's why I don't like it when Joel does it. Let's just get, you know, a good scrub. <laughs> I will say one time from wearing a backpack, it was like a really hot summer and I'd worn a backpack everywhere like you do in New York because people who drive get trunks and we carry everything on our backs. Uh, And I had gotten this huge zit on my back where like the strap sits and I couldn't, I mean, I did everything I could to get to it and I couldn't get to it. And I I made a friend, Dominic, who lived one block over. He was my closest friend, like in distance at the time. And I, I was like, I'm coming over and you're popping the zit on my back. He's like, I'm not. I'm like, I'm coming. You're popping the sit. Ew. Get a glove, get a paper towel, get what you got to get, because this has got to go. <laughs> well, so thank you, Dominic, for doing that. I mean, that was the one that you did on my shoulder. La- I couldn't get it. it. Just and I was like, go. you know what? You want to do it by all means. I'm fine doing go it. Add it. Get it out. And it's <laughs> it's not, gross. Not there anymore. Well, there's that. It's not there anymore. <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, well, welcome to the gays. Uh, we hope you're having a great time. We're uh, really close still here. guesting. That's right. Um, Nobody else wants to do it. Oh, okay. We're actually we're actually we two, we've had several people ask, but yeah. we are staying COVID safe and right. distant, which is very different from a lot of gays. But we'll get into that later. Today, we're going to discuss a plethora of topics from gays over COVID to impeachment to uh, sexual cannibalism. So stick around, Woo. maybe you'll learn something. None of us are sexual cannibals. I just want to get that up. Uh, in the beginning that we know of okay i'm pretty sure at least two of us i know of are not so megan unsubscribe that's right megan has her own uh chime in mic now so Ooh. Ooh, say hello megan introduce yourself hello megan introduce yourself there oh, it is so clever she's paid by the word this is why i'm not a host uh, so uh, our very own Vanna White. <laughs> while we're starting, I should tell you we've already uh, we're well into our cocktails we made, which I came up with. It is called the Gin Peach Mint. That's the ingredients. That's the name. Ding ding ding. Gin Peach Mint. <laughs> Gin Peach Mint. Which is amazing because both Megan and Luke did not get oh, it. Oh oh, but oh, we missed an opportunity. We we should have made it a double. Ah, I made mine a double. <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> Sorry. I'll get it. I'll get my second one later. There was. Yeah. But okay. 
I mean, are we going into it? Oh, yes, that's but we're, we're going to put that's a beach later. middle. For once, Donald Trump could fucking wait because there's lots of yeah. other good stories to talk about. Sit down. But <laughs> lay down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Luke, you had a correction from last week. I did. So I couldn't remember last week. I couldn't remember who was putting forth the bill to bar Trump from putting his name on any sort of federal building. But um, it was uh, Joaquin Castro from Texas. Um, he's putting forth that bill. So That's Joaquin Castro's twin brother, right? Yes. Cool. Or what? Are they twins? I think they're twins. Yeah. So. That's fun. Uh, I, mine's sort of a correction. I, we were talking about um, the uh, Trump. Twitter's, Twitter's right to ban Trump. And I brought up, it was, a, it was a popular meme. We talked about a lot of different like reasons for it. But I specifically brought up um, the house and, and the walls, which I still stand beside. But also the, if I can't go to a bakery because I'm gay, Trump can't go to Twitter. And I, as I listened back to it, because I added it for a while. Yeah. Um, it really didn't sit with me that I, I was sort of perpetuating that because I don't agree with that yeah, thought yeah, process. And yeah. I don't want to put it out there like that. We believe in it. It is fun for us to look and be like, oh, well, Trump, or Trump and, and, yeah. and conservatives, ha ha ha, you started it. But it's not the same thing. Yeah. I, still, I still disagree with that baker. And I still feel like we should have a right to go to any Business. bakery and, yeah. and order whatever we want. Because the difference is um, Twitter has terms and service. You know, and nice. you could argue businesses have terms of service as well, but being gay legally shouldn't be part of, and, and a lot of ways is illegal to put that in your terms of, of service. Like, you know, the thing with none of us read, but we all click accept mm -hmm. when we join right. things. Uh, it's like, you know, it, it is laying out things like uh, don't spread hate speech. Don't incite violence. Yeah. All of these things are part of the terms of service that we all agreed to uh, being gay, being the way you are born. Right. Just like, you know, being black isn't against term service. Being uh, trans shouldn't be against term service. Being gay, being any race, any religion, all those things are usually covered. And that's why I wanted to, to restructure what I said. I do not think the bakery is an equivalency, but I do understand it feels good to bring that up now. Right. I mean, it's one of those instances where it's like where you, you want to call back on their, on their shit that they've like oh, called of course, us out. Of course. But yeah, yeah. I think once you like actually listen to it and you're like, ah, oh, that's not quite right. It's but, not. Yeah. It just yeah. didn't, I, it didn't sit with me. So I wanted to, I wanted to clear that up. So it doesn't sound like I'm saying it. Uh, and those are Alfredo. You have a correction. No, I, I, I'm right all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, then he has a correction to make for next week. <laughs> Stay tuned. Exactly. So uh, as we teased last week, uh, we are going to start out by discussing gays over COVID at gays over COVID. COVID. And it's Instagram. not the only. This is the famous one, right? Yeah, that's that everyone's multiple. talking about. But it's also not the only one. I just right. wanted to. Oh mention yeah, there's that. like what is it? Uh, yeah, there's gays over COVID Boston. Yep. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. There's like there's yeah. like something ones. something gays against Rona something like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, Rona gays. Rona gays. <laughs> Rona gays at Rona gays. <laughs> Although Rona gays sounds like they that's like it. That's actually <laughs> kind of funny because it's a play on renegade. But see, like, also oh. I felt like gays over COVID. That name also implies that these are. Gays who are over, like the Instagram. Well, it, it is. They have. Yeah, but it's like, like to COVID. me when I first heard about it, it didn't sound like like a a shaming Instagram profile. It was about gays wanting to share them being over COVID. You know what I mean? I get that, but it's like, oh, yeah, it'd be like if I started an Instagram called "Dumb Bitches" and just put pictures of dumb bitches up, you'd get it once you saw it, <laughs> right? Which Maybe. is essentially what gays over COVID did. <laughs> they put up pictures of dumb bitches. <laughs> Uh, so Gaze Over COVID has over 131,000 followers as of uh, today when we're recording it. 
Uh, and it's been described as COVID vigilantes. Vigilante, yeah. Vigilantes. A self COVID self community. COVID vigilantes. There it is. Yeah. Uh, who wants to start talking about it? Um. So I have I have I have two perspectives on this. Maybe this is my Gemini on it. But I'm all for calling out people. Holding, Gemini too, bitch. Holding them accountable. <laughs> Let's do that. Yes. Like let's self police, um, but it does get to a point where I'm like, is it shaming? Like, do we really want to like shame and call out? Because then it also it also feeds the flame for people who are already against gays as is as like ammunition to be like, look at these gays. Look, all the gays are bad. Look at them just like doing this thing. But you know what I mean. <laughs> well, I would say that then they have to look. Also, yes. I mean, well, Lord knows so many people are very bigoted people are incredibly hypocritical. Right. So they probably they should, but they probably won't look towards their own community and the far more straight people partying and doing their own. Right. No, I totally agree. Well, there's a lot of stuff that's said in those moments where they're like, well, everyone's mad at the gay bars, but look at the straight bar down the street. And it's like, yes, of course. But. It's like my parents yelled at me for shit I did. It didn't care what Timmy down the street was doing. Like, right? We're you sort of self police and and within a community, we're all oh, completely. We're all gay in this together. You exactly. Know? <laughs> well, because that's I think that's the most important part is because there's there's a lack or there's a sense of betrayal in the community by doing this and a lack of respect knowing our history with the AIDS pandemic and we're still dealing with that issue. Yeah, for sure. Even well, now, for sure. So I think that's where the biggest problem comes Well, so from. I want to break down, like, shame and apologies sort of related to this in a minute. But I would, first, I really just want to talk about, like, these people, both Gays Over COVID and all the other sort of pop-up ones, went full, like, COVID vigilanteism, Facebook uh, <laughs> investigations. They were looking at Facebook locations. They were looking at Venmo transactions, mm-hmm. which why, I mean... Not to give, you know, people doing nefarious things uh, a hint, but all of my Venmo transactions are on private. Oh, When yeah. I give Megan yeah. $10 for, like, the lunch we shared, it, it I'm, like, private. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I, I don't need the people to know that I'm eating lunch. Right. Right. I, I, what? Uh, no, I, I'm, I, but it I also goes to show how, like, flippant these people were about what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like they didn't put like it was all over their stories. It was all public Venmo. It was very brash yes. and f- flaunted because these people are influencers, and I do that in Ugh. air quotes. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I very, mean, how many influencers? I know, but it's that it's that whole been? idea of like this because I mean, you look at it and it's all these like body adi adi gays and like not all of those gays are influencers. I just want but to that. that they <laughs> think they are. That's why I put that in air quotes I did because they have this I read. influencer. That was like know, just because you're hot doesn't mean you get to be an asshole, <laughs> which is so true. It's so true. But I think, but that also is like the stereotypical gay male image of like they're good looking or like flamboyant and like partying doing something so like obviously they're already like that image is it's because gay culture for the past however long has been party culture right exactly like that and so in a lot of these not to come for the influencers but i mean come out i don't care like a lot of these people don't have personalities or anything to offer right. other than their bodies with various background locations. And yes. during COVID, it's like they could only show us, you know, their asshole in so many rooms of their condo. It's like, okay, well, you. here's my asshole in the kitchen. Alt Twitter. Here's my asshole in the bedroom. All here's my of asshole it. in the living room. <laughs> here's my asshole in the shower. Yeah, and it was nine months of that. Exactly. So now so it's like, like, well, here comes this opportunity to party and 
Puerto Vallarta, and they're like, oh, I got to take it because I need more content. I need my content. Because they can't think of creating anything interesting to do. Right. And which we all know the baseline, if you're hot and just try to be funny, people are going to like follow you. Like there's so many like, oh, oh he's so funny. Is he or does he just have Is abs? he just good looking? Because it's most of like that funny content I see, I'm like, this isn't funny. Yeah. But oh. beside that, I also, I think people will want to say like, oh, I had to go for my mental health. But for their mental health, what they meant was they needed to get likes. Like the mental health wasn't like, oh, I needed to see the ocean. Yeah. No. I don't think those, I don't think these gays were sitting silently on the ocean alone being like, now I feel small because the world's so big. Well, they That's definitely not what they were weren't doing. when that boat was going down. <laughs> no, bro, they were seeing the ocean when that boat went down. I oh, mean, well, they were, they were sp- feeling small because the ocean is big. We're swallowing their boat <laughs> listen, up. Listen, with all those poppers popping in, did you guys see those memes? Oh, my God. God. Well, those those memes tell them. hilarious. So in, in Puerto Vallarta. Um, yeah, those fish. Am I saying that right, though? Because I got shit for that <sighs> yesterday we were talking about it. Puerto it's Vallarta, right? Puerto. Yeah. You yeah. were saying... Puerto Vallarta. Yeah, I did not say that. You yesterday. said that. You said it today several times. Okay, you said it yesterday <laughs> a lot. <laughs> wow, cast the first stone, I guess, Alfredo. <laughs> you said it on the pod last week. Oh fuck <laughs> you guys! We're just holding you accountable. Who gave Megan a microphone? <laughs> you did. It was me. Damn it. Uh, well, anyway, however you say it, they were there. Uh, there were several party boats going out there, and one of those party boats uh, went down like went the down. Titanic. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and the uh, and we can joke about it because none of the gays died. Yeah, no one was hurt. No one so was hurt. It's funny. It's funny. It, but like, man, that the Lord just smiting them. It's messy, messy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I um. I don't feel bad for shaming people. I, we, Joel and I just watched a whole video about like shaming people, and uh, they were specifically the video was specifically talking about um right how to yeah. <laughs> 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 the video was specifically talking about far right Republicans and conservatives, mm-hmm. um, but al- also just in general, shaming people doesn't get them to change their ways. It just gets them more on the, the defensive. It typically makes them dig in. Yeah, yeah, and dig into their beliefs. Um, but you know, I just, I honestly, at this point in time, now that we've been in COVID quarantine for this long, mm-hmm. it's like, what else can we do but shame you? Right. Into like, if you're, if if this nine, ten months of quarantine hasn't taught you anything, then all I can do is shame you. Well, here's right. what I think a big problem with society in general is with shame. Shame is not a problem. Forgiveness is our problem. Yes. Because if we all collectively were like, you fucked up. What the fuck's wrong with you? Let's talk about it. And then after that, we were like, okay, he was shamed. He's learned his lesson. He's learned his lesson. Yeah. We Let's can all move, move forward with our lives. Yes. And we don't do that. We shame them. And then it's like, oh, girl, no, you can't talk to them. They went to Puerto Vallarta five years ago. Like, Cancel culture. That's that's not. <laughs> did I say it wrong again? Everyone made a face. Suddenly, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Well, now su- I'm super my head about it. <laughs> Suddenly, uh, and spoiler alerts: uh, the Game of Thrones Cersei being shamed down the street, and literally, <laughs> oh yeah, shame. <laughs> shame, shame, shame. But it didn't teach her anything. No. She blew up the fucking citadel for it. No, she that's it. true. The that sept. is true. She Listen. blew up the sept for it. So it's like, okay. <laughs> I think I well, think what's most interesting though is that like 
we want to hold like we are a community we claim each other as family even if we haven't met each other but you come anytime you come across any other gay you're like oh you're family like it's there's already that welcoming sense i mean not not everybody not everybody because i've definitely met some gays that i've been like i hate you immediately well yes there are those but i'm i'm saying that there is this already connection where you want to like shared experience we're a community it's holding each other accountable. But more than anything, I think the whole aspect of this self-policing, it also shows how faulty our government was in handling the but whole situation. But we know that. We as a gay yeah. community know, know that. that already. Like, they let millions of gays die during AIDS. Yeah. Like, we know that. So that's, that's why it's like, some of these, some of these people, we'll, we'll talk about apologies in a minute, but like, some of them will throw out, well, the government's not doing anything, so I got to get mine. No. Like, that's not mm-hmm. what it is. And sorry that that's that they they're doing it to all of us. Right. All of us are suffering through this. So and, and it is skewed. Some of some people are, are doing much better than others. Others. Yeah. I mean, I would say a lot of us as as blessed as we are, we are still on the lower spectrum of, you know, scraping by in New York City. But we're not out there like yelling at the world. Well, I should get to go do this because. Exactly. And then there's a long pause because why? 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 Why do you why? Why do you get to go to Port of Right. You will. B, I did it again. Yes, it's part of it. Fuck it, okay? <laughs> PV. <laughs> what? But I don't understand. It's, it's that privilege of like, well, I should get to do this. I, me, me, me. It, it's very like uh, Veruca Salt. Yeah. You know, just, I want to Oompa Loompa now. And, and no. Yeah. <laughs> Go fall down that fucking egg trap door thing. Oh. Um, and, okay, so let's, let's talk we've already been talking about it but let's talk more about like shame and apo- public apologies right like uh-huh. so specifically about shame so there was the guy this is a big story from gays over covid uh mike schultz who's 43 is from san francisco he's a nurse mm-hmm. and he caught covid <sighs> at a miami circuit party where three people died from that event and i think like 40 or so were hospitalized okay um he was intubated for six weeks in a coma, what? he was this beefy, he was a circuit party gay, which we can talk about those too, but he was a circuit party gay <laughs> and went from looking like what in your head you're seeing as a circuit party gay into like this scrawny man after six yeah. weeks of intubation and, and a coma, he, he recovered, his friends started to go fund me, he raised $20,000, recovered, thank this God, man. This and then um, what did he do? He bragged on Facebook about preparing to go to Puerto Vallarta. Yeah. Just going back to do the same thing. What other than shame can you give this man? No, that's yeah. true. That that's another story. For the record, uh, from what I read, he did not end up going on the trip, probably because uh, the shame. Shame. The shame. Yeah. <laughs> but people, his friends were commenting on that thing, being like, "Oh, it's just these bitter queens who they're like jealous. Of they're us. so jealous. You jealous. <laughs> You're so jealous. Sorry. We're gonna cut that. Um, um you know what I'm talking about? No. That Asian woman. She's like, "You're jealous because you're ugly." And I'm hot. You know what I'm talking about? No. What is that from? I'll show you later. <laughs> but like, oh, oh, they also the friends also commented, um, um, COVID is just survival of the fittest. Ew. I, I don't think you're the fittest if you were intubated for six weeks. I think you <laughs> luckily got to a bed before somebody else got to it. Yeah. And, and COVID and you had a like you had like some sort of support group that was doing a GoFundMe. Yeah. Like not everybody has that. Right. Also like <sighs> COVID's not just killing people with COVID. Right. COVID's killing people who get into a bad car accident and the hospitals are overrun. So they can't get the trauma 
uh, surgeries they yeah. need because there's no doctors to help them. Yeah. Like COVID's killing people because, you know, they can't go to the hospital to get that bump looked at. And that bump turns out to be cancer and they're dead a year later. Yeah. Like it's not just COVID killing people. It's a backlog of the medical system. And this nurse should know better. People well, should know better. That's the other because there. I mean, he wasn't the only nurse no, yeah, going either. That's the other. A thing. lot of these nurses were getting COVID vaccines and then going. Yes. Yeah. Horrible. And I'll say this though: like, if you want to go on vacation, like, rent a car, look up. Like, I, I will straight up tell you now: our, we have a close bubble, uh, our COVID bubble. There, you know, there's six of us. Uh, all of them live alone except for Alfredo and I live together. And we went to the Poconos. We did not. We did not see anyone. We did not like get involved. But we got out of this, out of New York City, mm-hmm. in the terrifying time over the summer, right. to a house where we did not interact with anyone else. The most interaction we had was with our masks on in a grocery store, buying all the groceries we had for a week. Right. And that was for our mental health, and we felt better. But I mean, we weren't right. doing is rubbing up against a hundred people shirtless and that's at a, a circuit party. And but that's the other like. If you're gonna do it, why are you posting it? Why are you making it visible? Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I mean, think I have that's the big problem. I have one Instagram <laughs> friend who actually I know in real life as well. Um, I won't call them out here on the podcast, but the, I you saw that are. during that that white party <laughs> in Mexico, they had posted themselves very just one story, just one little blip of them, like clearly in Mexico. At the white party with other people, uh, and the next day, b- under the twenty-four hour period, it, they had deleted it. And I was like, "Mama, we saw you. We <laughs> yeah. saw you. We saw you. We saw you. We know you went. We know." Uh, and he's a very good-looking man. And I wouldn't. Say, he's not an influencer by any means. He doesn't have a huge Instagram following. He's just my friend on Instagram. I met him um, a bunch of times because he's an old roommate um, of a friend of mine. Uh, but like, we saw you. We know you did it. And now I'm I'm not gonna call you out because I'm not into shaming people I actually know without just texting them. <laughs> um, I'll let you. But know. I but I'm I gonna shame stranger. you. Right. I'm gonna shame but you. I'll let you know first. I, I did unfriend him or unfollow him on Instagram. I was like, I you know I know you did this thing, and uh, 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 and now I gotta unfollow you because yeah. you're that person. Yeah. Oh yeah, I agree. Like I I don't think I'm a person who would sh- like I wouldn't name somebody on this podcast. Without, in, but I'm also the kind of person that if I saw it, I'd be like, what yeah. the fuck's wrong with you? I'm looking oh, you in the yeah. eyes. This is what's wrong. Like, what the fuck were you thinking? Well, right. I, because I, I sent you guys that meme, I think it was yesterday, and I was, where the video was like, on a first date, and it was like, so what, what did you do New Year's Eve? 2021. <laughs> oh <my laughs> like, God. where were you? Yeah. I mean, I just want, I mean, I don't think, like, yes, you can learn from it. Do you it, mean? What but you mean? I really do mean, like, <laughs> I want to know, did you attend something like that? Did you do something absolutely and, uh, stupid? It's, it's, <laughs> it's just so stupid. And it's also not, you're not fully thinking about all of it. You're, you're being selfish. Right. You're thinking in the moment, like, oh, I need to do this for my mental health. And, uh, and you're like, oh, I get tested every two days. Um, and I quarantined for two weeks, but then like, when you get there, you don't know that all of those hundreds of people People did the same, did the exact same thing. And so you can still get COVID-19 while you're there. And then you come back to New York city and you need to get tested and quarantine again. But all of the people that you saw on the plane and in the airport, they've all been exposed to you in some sort of way. The cab driver getting you back home. Like, well, I just want to jump back. So 
I don't know. I don't know where I got lost at, but I wanted to finish that thought about vacation. I get people need to leave their four walls. Like I, they need to get out there. Yeah. And like I mentioned, we we took a small safe trip. What I mean is, you don't have to fly to a foreign country right. to do it. You can look up, like Alfredo said earlier. You can look up what's happening in your state. I'm sure every state has hiking trails, and if not a, an ocean, a lake. I mean, I'm there's from the country there's in every in every state. Like you have like cabins you yes know, houses there's something outside you there's do. something because you're also that's your something that doesn't involve bumping into a bunch of people shirtless right and before. you're but you're also going to a country that has laxer rules and it will not have the same access that the united states will have to the vaccine or even medical treatment if they get sick so you're not only putting yourself and whoever's visiting you're putting the workers and the native people of wherever you're going at risk. Yeah, it's well, a like, huge problem. In Mexico, I've never been to Mexico, but like I I feel like I've heard that a lot of these resort towns, it's there's the resort and then outside of the resort there's not much around. No. Right? Yeah. So like if if right. you're bringing these illness into all these workers who work at the resorts and they're taking it to their families and their homes, that's going to cause major death and major problems. It's just sad. Yeah. It's really sad. Selfishness. So, which leads us to our the apology videos, yes, and like the that aspect of it, <laughs> yes. Well, well, I want to say one more thing about shame. I read a book. I should I should have looked it up. It's a, it's called So You've Been Publicly Shamed. I don't remember the uh, the author the author's name. I will I, I I like I can see it on my uh, bookshelf, and I just can't see the author's name. John Ronson. John Ronson. They wrote this amazing book. Uh, highly, highly, highly recommend reading it. Uh, I, it's one of the few books I've ever actually picked up at an airport and read. <laughs> like usually I'm like, oh, oh, I'll read this one. I like, and then never touch it again. I picked it up at an airport and read it cover to cover. It's fascinating. It, they interview, uh, people who have been majorly publicly shamed. Uh, he interviews, oh, what is her name? Uh, the woman oh. who flew from, uh, and she I, made a comment about AIDS. Yeah. She yeah. flew from, I think it was the United States all the way to Africa. She tweeted, uh, I'm, I'm flying to Africa. Hope I don't get AIDS. Just kidding. I'm white. And her Who the flight, fuck said that? I can't remember. Some woman. Uh, <laughs> she, and the flight didn't have um, Wi-Fi. Why, yeah. So and It's also a long flight. She probably went to bed. Yes. So she flew this whole way and didn't know that she was like the number one thing trending on Twitter. Uh, like had been fired from her job. All of these things. Um, and she only had like a hundred followers on Twitter. And so she gets to Africa and her whole world is upside down. Yeah, bitch. And so they interview her, they interview several other people that had similar Justin, situations. Justine Sacco. Yes. And it was, you know. Rude. And, and yeah, it's a terrible, terrible joke. It's not even a joke. But her That's life's like over. a low blow. Right. Her life's over. So and it's he always had one of those. It. And it goes back to what I was saying. Like, shame is fine if you make space for forgiveness. But if you mm. never make space for forgiveness... Shame is a death sentence. Oh, yeah. And that's what cancel culture. Everyone's talking about cancel culture. Yeah. They that's... never forgave Cersei. They didn't do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> do you think we'll ever forgive J.K. Rowling? <laughs> not, I mean, no, not if she, not if she doesn't, doesn't apologize. apologize. I mean, that's, like, that's true. Yeah. You have to recognize your own faults. Like, that's a lot of these people will do things, and then they'll be like, I'm so sorry. I, I really fucked up. And that's what goes back to, these, to right. the bullying and the shame of gays over COVID. It's like, oh... I don't feel bad that these people should be called out because they'll never learn if they're not. Right. But I, I want to make space to say, okay, did you learn from it? You know? And then that, that, like you said, takes us to apology videos where people get on camera. Um, usually if they wear makeup regularly, they don't wear makeup. 
they, oh yeah they try they to be as like, they try to be as like natural as possible yeah. hi guys i just want to talk about um something that has been weighing heavily on my heart but that's the other thing about those apology videos yes apologize everybody should always apologize if you recognize your mistakes but when it comes to these youtube apology videos it's how much of it how sincere is it versus how much am i just trying to keep my following and fan base appeased that's where i get rubbed the wrong way with the apology videos Mm -hmm. i mean i hear that i mean lord knows we've all seen and there have been eight million youtuber apology videos right um yeah i feel you yeah and the other thing about the apology videos is when they want to, when people start their apologies with, that's not who I am, or that's not who we are or represent, it's like, mm, it is very much but who you are. But you are, Blanche. <laughs> you are. It's very much who you are. Recognize your fault and let's move forward. But don't try to sugarcoat it because you said it, you meant it. Like, that's kind of, that's where you are. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I am. I mean, this will go on further. Joel has a story about a golfer, whatever his name is, and his apology. We'll it makes it sound it. like I was at a bar with a golfer. But Joel, tell your golfer story. Tell your golfer story. Because I, I think with the whole um, riots with the with the Capitol and the storming of the Capitol, I what drives me most the terrorist crazy, attack. The ter- yes, the terrorist attack. What drives me most crazy about when Biden talks about it, I hate when he says this isn't who we are as a country. It's very much who we are as a country. Look at our history. Like, let's stop trying to sugarcoat it. And, like, I understand that you're also trying to build the morale. I get that. But, like, it's also taking a soft approach. At well, can that's I, I my push issue. back a little bit on that. It's it, in that specific. I under, right. I, I'm with you exactly on the way people apologize. Right. But when what Biden's saying, maybe it's semantics. He's saying. Right. This, it's definitely a semantic. This issue. isn't what we stand for. What, what, yeah. what the flag, what the, the country. Idea. This isn't American the, the idea. idea. Yes. Exactly. Uh, this. Yeah. That, so I, I don't feel like it's, it's, it's a fair I think it's, it's a false It's a little, di- yes, it's a little different than what yours is. Well, with the I'll, golfer, I'll bring up my but... golfer story. Uh, so, Justin Thomas, uh, who's the third ranking I guess, golfer in the world, I don't know who's doing the rankings, but I, he's third. I'm not a golfer, yeah. so I don't know. I say, but good for him. Uh, he's 27, and he, um, he missed a very easy putt. I mean, I say very easy in the realm of what I assume professional golfers could do. I'm not saying I could do it because uh, as much <laughs> yeah. as I do love a mini golf situation, they're, they're never great. Doesn't love putt putt. But he, so he missed this putt and um, he said a word that starts with F and rhymes with Saget. He was on a hot mic and literally it was just like, miss putt, mm, Bob Saget. Then he apologizes. And I, I'm truly, I, wanna, I, I have it right here. I want to ask you guys what you think of it because I was very much on the fence. Here we go. Ready? Uh, it's it's inexcusable. I, I first off, I just apologize. I mean, um, there there's no excuse. I'm I'm an adult. I'm a grown man. There's absolutely no reason for me to say anything like that. Um, it's uh, it's terrible. I mean, I, I'm extremely embarrassed. It's not who I am. It's not the kind of person um, that I am or anything that I uh, I do. But it's uh, unfortunately I did it, and I have to own up to it. And I uh, I'm very apologetic. Like I said, it's inexcusable. I mean, I'm speechless. There's nothing I, I, is, I found out when I got done on the golf course or when I got done with my round. I mean, it's, it's, it's bad. There, there's no other way to put it. Um, I need to do better. I need to be better. 
it's definitely a learning experience, but um, yeah, I, uh, I just I deeply apologize to everybody and anybody who I offended, and, um, and I'll be better because of it. I actually hmm. think that's kind of a, a decent... It's a decent apology. He was, it was, someone asked He's him in an inter- interview right afterwards. Clearly hurting yes. from it. My only issue is, that's not who I am. Yes, that, that's my one issue with it. Because <clears throat> you are, Blanche. <laughs> not <laughs> you to said keep it. that. You are. You are. <laughs> and like, I, you can put me in a lot of situations and I'll never accidentally slip the N-word or like... Like any of these epithets that any we, we don't of, say, because right. for words to come out of you like that, you, feel you say it. them. You feel it. Or at, yeah. I'd say at the very <laughs> least, therefore, like, I don't say those words, so they don't come out of my mouth. Right. Like at the very least, he, um, he surrounds himself with people that say it. Right. And yeah. maybe that came out of his mouth because of the people he surrounds himself with. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I would bad argue thing that, happens. Yeah. I say the, I say the F, not the F word. Fuck, not fuck, but the bad F word. Because <laughs> I think I think fuck is a great word. He, but I, it comes out. I say fat. That's not something that happens, right? Unless you say it regularly. Sorry, Alfredo, what were you saying? No, I agree that 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 word is not going to slip out of your mouth unless it's something that you've said before. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I wish we went from like that's no, not who I am to that's not who I want to be. Yes, yes. It's just such a better. That's like, such a better way of apologizing and being completely honest and genuine of how remorse you're feeling of your actions. And honestly, every other thing he said in it was pretty great. He was like, "It's inexcusable. I'm an adult. I, I take responsibility. Yeah. I should know better. I'm embarrassed. All of those things are so raw and real." But saying that's not who I am, it's like, it just, it, it, it but I will say, hearing him, hearing him say the apology, he, um, it, it does, it did sound like when he said that's not who I am, it did sound like he was trying to say, that's not who I want to be. Want to be, yes. Right. yes. Well, it also comes to like, uh, what we just said, like, you don't, that word doesn't slip out of your mouth unless it's a word you've used before. Um, and so it's him coming to the realization that, oh, this isn't who I want to be. Even, and this is my thinking, even in closed situations where that word does slip out of his mouth, but he's not on a mic for a million Everybody. people to hear. Yeah. Well, because that's what people said. They were like, oh, he didn't know he was on a mic. I'm like, oh, that's not the problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's even yeah, worse. Exactly. <laughs> that's even worse. So, but no, I felt like his apology, his apology was him realizing that. Like, oh, even though he didn't say it in my head it was him realizing like oh i say this i say this word in close company uh and i shouldn't even been using it then because that's not who i want to be right and that's great we all fall short every one of us everyone in this room especially louise our dog we all fall short of the people we want to be yeah um and i hope that with these apologies, like we said, we make space for them to grow to that person. Right. You know, like I, I'm, I guarantee I've said things that if they were played back, I would want to melt. Oh yeah. You know, I can't think of any off the top of my head because truly, hopefully I've grown and those, whatever I said is gone and not in my head anymore. Cause I don't think those things, but if someone pulled it up and was like, you said this, I'd be like, Oh fuck, that's not who I am. But 
That's it, not it, who it, I am now. Exactly. And that's not who and I want to be. And now. I do. I, it just does feel like we're ble- we haven't we haven't pre-discussed this, but it does feel like we're bleeding a little bit into the cancel culture discussion, right? Mm. Which I get so sick of. People using that as oh, it's because Republicans try to say it like it's such a blanket term. Yes, it's like it's like. <laughs> Oh, you're censoring me. There was an Onion article that was like, you're censoring me, says the woman literally speaking into a mic. Right. Right. What was her name? Oh, my God. I, who cares? She's a QAnon supporter. Well, well, yeah, let's, let's, let's bring, she's this wearing the, the, censor the mask. mask. Taylor Green. That says censor on What is her first name? Something <laughs> Taylor Green from well, this Georgia. Will, we're, well, because we're going to talk about impeachment next, so it'll kind of bleed into it. Like, cancel culture and accountability and shame, all of these things really kind of blend together right yeah like you're shamed because you did something wrong do i feel differently about shaming someone who said something 10 years ago than something someone said today yes if you said something heinous 10 years ago we should examine it like i feel like cancel culture and the term cancel her them or whomever uh is a form of shaming um but the word the word cancel itself means not means but um implies to to never forgive that person so i feel like when we yeah because when you cancel a show it goes off the air it never comes back exactly so but when we say cancel them we don't mean that they are in fact forever canceled it just means it is a it is a form of shaming whomever into apologizing into uh, realizing the error of their ways and hopefully changing their behavior mm-hmm. so that we can forgive them and they can go back to working and we can consume their work. Right. Well, and even like with what you said, I don't think any of us ever say like, oh, cancel them. We're like, oh, that person's canceled. And that's a joke. It's slang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At this point, it's slang. But it's very much almost, it in a what it really means is almost boycott until they recognize yeah. their, their people have been errors. boycotting things for years. years yeah, I, and, and, right. And if we want to do both sidesism or what aboutism, like two million moms, which I think is like hundred and fifty moms, but two million moms <laughs> loves to do boycott, boycott Ellen, boycott Dillard's, boycott all of these things. That's canceling. Yeah, it's canceling. What they're it's saying canceling. is cancel. But the the Republicans and the right wants to like grasp onto this term cancel because it came from Black Twitter. That's where cancel originated. Like right. in in the term we're using it now. Mm-hmm. That came from Black Twitter, and I think it was originally a Joanne the Scammer like joke in one of her. Videos. Yeah, I think actually it was. Yeah, right. And so, but but it, it I would I'll, I'll just say that because it's the word cancel, like defund the police, but harsher in that like oh cancel in people's minds means to cancel to forever quit. To no longer partake in, for whatever reason, take to, it off the air. Yeah, to cancel. Um, uh, when I think in this case, uh, the uh, the the people don't actually mean cancel. Yeah, forever cancel. Oh yeah, yeah. We're we're fully in the weeds now. Like, but girl. what we're saying is, fuck your fake apologies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear them unless there's. Well, no, not fake. Yeah, it's fuck your fake apologies if those um, apologies come without changing your behavior. Yes. Yeah. If you're just gonna go right back to being the same person you were before the apology, Bye. before you got caught in whatever scandal you were caught in, uh, then fuck you. Yes. Like I said, we uh, we I feel like we are a little in the weeds, and I probably got us there. But I, I do want to say, <laughs> I, yeah, I just want to. <laughs> 
Hi guys. Just, <laughs> just want to apologize for uh, <laughs> where this uh, episode is gone. Uh, this doesn't reflect who we are as podcasters. And right. we're and well, and, But also, that uh, here we are talking about all this shit. But honestly, like, there might come a time when any one of us has, to, has apo- to do apology. Yeah, yeah. has to apologize Listen, for I apologize the thing we for said. Luke anytime I introduce him to somebody. Yeah. I apologize for the pants you're wearing. <laughs> See, you would think that, but these are my red sweatpants that Alfredo wears anytime he gets a chance. Yeah, and when people come over, I take them off and put on jeans. Well, you should take your pants off in front of people. What I was going to say though is influencers. Okay, Luke, you wore silk pants to the Miss Saigon. I we still love those pants. And you looked insane. They so were silk. That's a high-quality material. He looked like he was waiting to jump on stage. Like, I could be Miss Saigon. I am Miss Saigon. <laughs> what I mean, though, is a lot of these influencers want all the followers. They want the fame. They want the attention. They want the attention. And then as soon as the attention's like, why are you doing this? They're like, you guys are haters. Like, I just want to live. And that's not the same thing. It's not. Lord, it's not. But like we said about people who apologize and or are <sighs> horrible at it. Let's talk about Republicans and impeachment. Uh, impeachment. Donald Trump impeachment. has now been the first American president to ever be impeached twice. Mm-hmm. And I've said this several times. Mm-hmm. He loves being the first. Yes. He loves it. He so this should be it. great for him. Uh, also, I, I heard this and it really cracked me up. Uh, 50% of the impeachments that have happened in the United States history <laughs> were of Donald Trump. Yeah, that's the fun. That is <laughs> Wait, a great what? funny 50% thing. of every impeachment in America has been of Donald Trump. There have been four yeah. total impeachments. Two of them are of Donald Trump. That's 50%. Of the presidents, because there have been other impeachments. Yes, of, of like, presidential yes, impeachments. Yes, yes. Okay. Thank uh, you, Luke. Sorry. Presidential impeachments. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> like wherever we you are talking there, about any other impeachment. <laughs> wherever you are, be careful of your jokes because Luke will come and he will slap them he, down girl, and trample will them until they are not fun. You. I was checking my notes. Luke will suck the comedy out of all of you. <laughs> checking my notes. Cancel Luke Davis. So yes, our president has now, um, as of now, been impeached twice. Yes. Um, maybe there's a third coming. Who knows? There's still time. He Girl. still has four days. I mean, um, he also, it's the most, um, bipartisan impeachment ever. Uh, he mm. received 10 votes from the, uh, from his own party yep. in, uh, the house, which is the, the most of any, um, I think the impeachment ever. The last one was five. And, and that was for Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Yeah. And also he was impeached with the same amount of votes of electoral votes. He got Two thirty-two is not his number. Not his number mama. But you know, yeah. what? it adds up to seven, which is actually a lucky number for us. Not so much for him in numerology. Yeah, no, I, I knew Girl. what you were saying. My Go to Luke's Facebook page for uh, numerology. <laughs> Oh well. Numberology. You know. <laughs> I said numberology because that's the word that Luke said, and that's what Listen, I went with. Listen, I'm 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 two gin impeachments in, so <laughs> ah, so is Trump. <laughs> so um, there's not much to say. Actually, this has been a very lovely um episode so far where we haven't talked about Trump much. But uh, does anybody have anything to say about his impeachment? Thank God. I just want the Republicans to pull their head out of their ass and do the right thing, hold him accountable. The senators, you mean? Yes, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. and and vote to strip him of every privilege to convict after yes, yeah, 
revoke him of everything. Yeah. Be done. Mm-hmm. He cannot run for another office. Yeah. Like, he do is not, not collect $200. Do not pass go. Buy. Like, go. All and he needs that money. <laughs> oh, yeah. He needs it He's to pay back financial. the Deutsche Bank. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I fully agree. I, I am. Uh, I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical. Um, I, they need 17 votes, I think. Um, Mitch McConnell's playing his games. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Democrats need 17 yeah. votes from the other side. Uh, Mitch McConnell loves to be like, well, I don't know. I'm um, uh, consult Michelle. And, uh, but that joke was funnier than you guys treated it. Um, <laughs> but he does love to play these games of like, well, I don't know. What am I going to do? Well, stay tuned. And he's going to, in whatever, 15 days, 20 days, when they finally get to it, he'll be like, yeah, uh, he's gone. So why should we do this? Accountability. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah it's the, like, the, we the need to impeach him to remove him. He's already gone. So why should we do it? And that's fully right. what it's going to come down to. They're going to deal. It's 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 like every well, school shooting. You've seen now is not the time. And then later when it's time, well, we should let it go. It already happened. Like it's it's that thing. Sorry, you can I already know. see that um, Mitch McConnell is uh, uh, blocking the. The the conversation the trial yeah the trial to convict him before he uh before the inauguration right because he totally could have called him back into right well there's a rule after post nine eleven that you just need the majority leader and the minority leader of the Senate to call the Senate back Mm -hmm. that's the new law so and Chuck Schumer was like bring him do it and so he didn't and that's what Mitch is like no there is a slight slight like a sliver. Of the idea that Mitch McConnell is trying to play it as, because Mitch, I, I firmly believe Mitch McConnell does not want Donald Trump in power again. He does not want. Yeah, Mitch no, I hear that. So I fully believe that. It could be argued that Mitch McConnell is trying to make Trump get convicted under a Senate uh, majority of, of Democrats. So there's plausible deniability. To blame it back of on like, it. oh, the yeah. Republicans didn't do it. The the, the Democrats, Democrats did. did. Yeah. And so it does. Add a little bit of a difference. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I don't doubt for a second he wants to get rid of Donald Trump. He wants Donald Trump out of the way. The last thing Mitch McConnell wants is Donald Trump 2024. But if he doesn't have to get blood on his hands, it, of he's course, because he is as evil and as monkey pod as he is, he, he's very politically savvy. He oh, yeah. is always looking for that next card to play. I mean, what's the title of his book? I don't know. The Long Game or something monkey like pod. that? He can read. Like, he, he's in it to maintain power as long as possible (laughs) so it's just it's it's all twisted and disturbing and yeah and whatever yeah it's he's he's such garbage alfredo do you have any no i i have nothing to add that disagrees with you or adds anything but well you're saying um yeah mitch mcconnell sucks yeah he does Um, he's he sucks (laughs) he i mean he really really does but it, 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 we can, I mean, that's a whole nother that's a, topic I mean, that's a whole other day about how Mr. McConnell is an obstructionist who just w- wants to enact his own policies. Yeah. I don't even think he cares that much about certain policies. I think he just cares about power and having his own. Yeah. Well, no, what's putting, what's putting money in his pocket yes. and the, yes, and the exactly. pockets of the people around him that right. he enjoys. Like, I, do, I don't, I don't think. Mitch McConnell himself is anti-gay. I don't think he's he's pro-gun. I think he's all about power. And if right. being anti-gay and pro-gun helps him have power and feel powerful, then by God, he's going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And he's gross. a piece of shit. 
Well, speaking of other impeachments, who's going to be the new Samantha Jones? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard rumor <laughs> has been announced for a limited series on HBO Max. <laughs> Uh, and yes, as Luke stole my joke from the meeting, <laughs> Samantha has been impeached. <laughs> so let's discuss. Let's discuss on multiple levels. First of all, are you excited that they're reviving him? Yes. Yes. And I just want to point out that Samantha Jones has not been impeached. Kim Cattrall has that's, been. That's yes, true. that is true. That's that is true. true. Semantics. We well, were just talking if about. We're being, if we're being fair. She Samantha impeached Jones resigned. <laughs> she she wasn't impeached. She resigned and uh, I guess was pardoned by the writers. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, you we're all excited. You know I'm what? very excited too. You know what? But she yeah, was yeah. honest in her apology. She said thank you, but no thank you. <laughs> she said more than that. But uh, has she said anything since this? I, I should have looked it up. I don't think I don't so. think she has either. No, I don't, no. I don't think she's vocally said anything. Um, okay, so I got several questions about this. We're all excited. Uh, we, we've all watched the whole series, right? Yes, and I, the movies. I haven't watched the whole series in order. I've watched it very patchwork. You watched like a puzzle. Yeah. I, so I like, but I <laughs> you know. You watched it on Shuffle. A little bit, yes. Um, Did you watch it on TBS or on HBO? HBO. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, I just, Alfredo, don't deny it. I was like, it's, it's on TBS. On a... Let's watch this episode. I'm like, I don't want to watch the sexless, cussless. It's not on TBS. <laughs> it is on TBS. <laughs> yeah, but no, the, the, where I was watching it was, um, was Bravo and VH- oh yeah, was it on VH1? TBS Bravo, it's the same thing. <laughs> Sex. The B and TBS well, is for anyway, Bravo. I've seen this series, the HBO series, several times through, both on HBO on whatever streaming device I was watching it on, and on cable with all of its edits. So I I really enjoy Sex and the City for even with all its problems. Just yes, I think we're not going to get into the problems of it. We can talk right. about that. We can talk about that. There the is problematic issues with it. Yes. it's a picture in time. Things mm. are things are broken. I don't doubt that every woman involved in that would be better what? and will be better oh, when they exactly. revive it. I think they uh, definitely recognize that ooh, yes. that was an issue. Um, um but <laughs> I'm very excited. I watched it all. I, we had a friend who uh, was obsessed with it and was like, "You hadn't seen it," and I I, I was like, eh. "So like, <laughs> I think it was like 2015, 2016." I ended up putting it on and binged it in like less than a month. It's if you have it, if you're listening to this, you haven't watched it and you have access to HBO Max, binge it. Binge it's it. super simple to, to yeah, binge. It's you can put it on in the background. Yeah, like it's, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Other question. Um, very important question. Well, I will ask each of you and then we will also answer for you afterwards. Who are you? And oh. before we get into it, Alfredo's going to get mad. He's like, everyone's everyone. No one's just one yeah. person. I, yes, that's true. I mean, that is, my, about- that is my political answer. And it's also the true, true answer. It is the Be- true answer. Well, because, w- and we watched, again, we get a lot of YouTube holes. And, and we agree with the people that we're watching. That, like, not, no one is just a Samantha or a Carrie or a Miranda Charlotte. or a Charlotte. Obviously. No right. one is just those. But also... The TV show. Uh, now you're gonna suck the fun out of it. Yeah. If you go, if you yeah the TV now. show is all about making sure that everyone realizes that Carrie is the center of the TV show, and Miranda, Samantha, and Charlotte are deviations of Carrie. 
But th- but there okay. But again, before you before you suck the fun out of the question, it's like the oldest gay question since '90s. Who are you, Alfred? I was like, well, let's really let's get no, fucking I, I don't like, about who you are. I don't like the question because it's like let's take a deep dive in who you are. Okay, tell me still, about yourself. I will say this and everything you believe. The in. fun about it's it's like it's it, but it, it's like your uh, Harry Potter house. Yeah, remember that book that we don't it know the author of. True. Uh, it. We can. We're all a little bit of all of them. We're all a little uh, Gryffindor. We're all a little Ravenclaw. We're all a little. Slytherin. But they say that I in the book too. I, yeah. They say that in the books too. Like, but, no, so you're the, not just. It's the, so it's the same thing. <laughs> I'm not saying you've got to shackle yourself to a uh, Miranda Anvil and throw yourself in the ocean. Luke's glasses just flew off his face. He's so he's he's so mixed up in the drama. Well, because I know I'm who saying, I am. If you take the BuzzFeed quiz. And you and you get the result, and you're it's all percentages. What? Who are you most like? Anyway, Megan, what are you saying? What, say? what about who's your sun sign? Who's your sign? Oh, see, that's good too. Because like, characters, yeah, well, yeah, you have like every like oh, everybody would say astrology. you're this, and then well, no, sun sign and moon sign. But signs. I have a whole lot of this also. Well, no, well, Megan, to uh to fuck you over, uh. <laughs> Sun signs and moon signs are actually what was the where was the sun when you were born? Where was the moon when you were born? Those are very concrete things. Yes, we are all we are all this and that and the other thing. Uh, but like what your sun sign is is what your sun sign is. Only the gays team can really make <laughs> this question so complicated. Wait, not all sign. of us. Let's fifty percent of us. I'm true. on board with it. The sun sign is like. Your dominant, but I'm also on board zodiac, with this zodiac personality. <laughs> okay, and your moon sign is your emotional, a strong but lesser side. Yes, okay, of you. Yes, and, and I, I know think, exactly like, what nobody wants is. to be. Nobody would say I am 100 this character. Yeah, but you could say I am. <laughs> I'm mostly A and a little bit of C. Right. Sure. She's like, I am a, a moon carry with a sun, Samantha, and I'm rising in Charlotte. <laughs> I'm a double carry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we will, that, you know what? We're going to start a Patreon for all of our, our full Zodiac chart of Sex in the City. I'll bring it down. I know Please exactly where it. everybody is. All right, <laughs> let's stop. Luke, let's, tell us what you are, because you feel are. very strongly about who you are. And where you lie in the sense so we'll, of the city. But I want to say, well, let's um, establish some ground rules. We'll yeah. all go around and we'll say who we are. And then we'll go around again and we'll say who we, we think, think the other people are. are. Okay. okay. Or should we do first. the thank our first? Because that's kind of funny. No, we don't influence you. Go ahead and say who you think you are. Oh, I know who I am. Who I'm definitely you? a Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> Hands down. I am Charlotte. Alfredo. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I am Miranda. I'm right here with our producer, Megan. We are Miranda, oh, and, 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 and Megan is a redhead. Megan's a redhead. Yep. Like, uh, oh, and I dress as a redhead. Not, meant to, <laughs> not meaning to call you out, but like, that's true. Miranda. <laughs> yeah, Megan, do you want to you want to acknowledge it on your mic? Um, definitely, mostly Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> but what's your rising sign? My rising sign is uh, Charlotte. Charlotte. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, I'm 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 Carrie. <laughs> Actually, yeah, Joel's Carrie. And people, yeah, people shame Carrie. I'm not. I am not a self-hating Carrie. Okay, <laughs> I'm fine with that. I don't really think we need to go in the circle. But does anyone disagree with anyone's self? Uh, 
Because I would have, I would absolutely have been like <laughs> Megan, Miranda, Luke, Charlotte, Alfredo, Miranda. Listen, yeah. guess who's not present? Samantha. <laughs> Samantha. There Samantha. 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 <laughs> we love her. We even peach Samantha too. Don't get me wrong. I love Samantha Jones as a character. Bring but don't her in. lie as if we don't have a Samantha. We, there's the absolutely group. a Samantha in our friend group. Yeah. Who? Sh- is Samantha. <laughs> no, Lisa. <laughs> 100%. No, <laughs> but yes, we absolutely have a, 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 a Samantha in our friend group. I was way off. But I honestly, that was not on my radar. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, who do you think will replace if anybody? Well, that's the first Samantha. one. Should someone. What, well, what do you want to happen to Samantha? I don't want do them you want to her to be off. Do you want her to constantly be in the bathroom? No, no. Her I want her to... Do you want her to be on the West Coast? What not that I want her. But I think the best solution for me as a, a viewer, as a fan and audience member, is for her to die off screen from the cancer. Yeah, I agree. That she has been, you know, she she had she it, fought, it yeah. at the end of the se- at the end of the series. She also it came back during the movies, so it, it would make sense for her to pass away off screen. It didn't come back during the movies. No, they talked. They yeah, they had it removed her for her because it the second movie ends with her fiftieth. Yeah. No, the first movie. Yeah, the first movie. The first movie 50th. we just watched on Netflix. The first movie ends with her 50th. Yeah, the second it, movie, she's dealing with menopause. Menopause. It's not, it's not, not, I, it's not a cancer. Okay. Well, well I remember, she's taking all of her medications. I remember her, her cancer coming back. So if so, if we're talking to me. Uh, <laughs> uh, Alfredo's truth is Samantha has cancer again. Yeah, right. Samantha has cancer again, and she passes away from it. And she passes away off screen because they they can't not deal with the time difference between the last movie and today. And today, well, like that's made, a huge amount of time they'd have to acknowledge. What say? How long? When when did the last movie come well, out? Bet- well, what was it? Well, what was it between the first and second movie? A couple. It was uh, short. It was like least, I think it was like three years. Yeah, three years. But what I'm saying is that like the difference between Producer the last Megan, movie and now is a, a significant amount of time that we you'd have to acknowledge it, right? Especially as your uh, the these ladies are older, and so that amount of time makes a big difference because Carrie was not 50 at the end of the first movie, but she certainly is 50 now. Yeah, so yeah, we have to acknowledge that. Sex in the City Two was 2010. Yeah. Wow. Was, yeah. It's been that Thank long. Thank you, Megan. It was yeah. 11 years ago. When was Sex and City 1? Uh, 08? 7? Something like that. Yeah. Well, so that just further reiterates, reiterates my point that um, that that 11 years difference, you'd have to acknowledge in some way. And Samantha's death would be a great acknowledgement of, of like the bringing time. people yeah. back yeah. together. Yeah. Bringing people... Because you can't... Re- Hold on. We're, 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 the start of the movie is her on. funeral. What's the... The what? first movie was 2008. 2008, like, yeah. Oh, right. It was an um, 8 in the 2010, so now it's been 11 years. Hmm, or, yeah. well, by the time the series comes out, it could be 12. It could be 12. Well, and that's the other thing. It's like, because the franchise is so deep, I mean, how many series are, are like, six, seasons? Six or seven. Yeah, and then you have two movies. Like, you can't just recast her. Like, well, yeah, no, I agree. Let's not, let's I not, disagree with that. Let's, okay, well, so what, what do you, you want her to die? As well? I, I, I think the most plausible reason would be to have her die from cancer because she, we've already acknowledged that she had it. Cancer comes back, unfortunately, because that's the, yeah, the nature sometimes. Sure. Um, I think right, that's realistic. To kill, kill and, and I think, I think that would be a good reason to bring them back together. Together. Yeah. Oh, you, the first you episode know? should start yeah. with her dying. 
or sure, about, maybe, yeah. or them well. recovering from that, you know. So I'll I don't I'll know. I'll be the devil's advocate. I and not to be I'm super opinionated as anyone who's ever listened to a single episode of this feels. I am into every option. I think what you guys said <laughs> narratively is is the strongest. It starts with her funeral. They've all become estranged in the last 11 years. They're back. It's a limited series, 10 episodes about them rekindling their friendship in their 50s. I think that is the easiest sell. I think it's the smartest. I absolutely am here for it. I also love alternative television. I would get, I saw a tweet that was like, Samantha should be a new actress at every episode. I mean, I, I did see that too. Hilarious. That's funny. Yeah. Every episode, uh, there's a new actress playing Samantha. That's fucking funny. No. I am fine with um, Sharon Stone, I think would be a fantastic Samantha. They look similar enough. No. She could show up and play it. I would be fine with it. Um, <laughs> I also love the idea of a woman of color suddenly becoming Samantha. Although I do feel like it creates, because it is all the same universe, Yeah, I, I do, it creates a whole other narrative that they never touched on the, the first, um, oh God, now 20, what is it, 20 years that the show's been on the air? Um, more than 20 because it was before yeah, 9-11. It, was, it aired yeah. in the 90s. Yeah, the 90s. No, late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Um, so I think adding a, a woman of color would be sort of disingenuous. Uh, but I do love the idea that if Samantha's dead, uh, suddenly Viola Davis is uh, living in New York City and is their new fourth best friend. Like, put a woman... <laughs> I think if they do kill Samantha and they, they try to bring a new character in, I, it needs to be a woman of color. Oh, for sure. It needs to be Angela Bassett. It needs to be Viola Davis. It needs yeah, to be. And, well, that that's why I disagree in that, like, because it's a limited series, which me- usually means it's going to be one season of, and it's HBO, eight episodes. Well, uh, also, Big Little Lies was a limited series until like, it was super popular. So if enough people watch it, that limit will, the limit does not exist. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, so, so I don't believe, and me, I don't believe that replacing samantha the the character samantha jones the actress is the yeah replacing that person replacing kim cattrall yeah with a another person is the answer because it just makes it a a higher form of comedy that the show never was the the show was a comedic drama yeah uh, yeah, it's not Roseanne. Yeah, it's, it's not, not Roseanne. It's not one of these shows that it, someone it, else shows up. It, it's not community. Sense. Replacing a certain character in community every season or every episode with a different person would would have been very much in the realm of what they would do. Yeah, I mean, Roseanne but, literally did yeah. it. They switched back and forth between actresses, and they acknowledged oh, it yeah, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. show. But so, so they I agree with you on that. They wouldn't do that with Sex and the City because it, it takes itself too seriously That's true. Right. to do that. <laughs> All um, I ask is that you don't give me some weird Zoom format of the three of them talking. Well, no. But <laughs> to, like, reference if they, have, if they were doing I that, they would have already done it. Okay? <laughs> yeah, that's true. They would have filmed it already if, they, if that were the case. I feel... <laughs> well, speaking of uh, sex and the city, uh, SATC, um, we now have also sex and the cannibal, which, of course, we're talking about uh, Army, Army Hammer. Hammer. <laughs> Has everyone heard this topic? Yes. Uh, does anyone want to explain this topic? Go by all means, go on. <laughs> yeah, I said this last episode. You are a resident explainer. Well, explain. I have to explain all the awkward stuff. Okay, so uh, we should start out by saying we do not know that this is true. We don't feel that this is true. Probably I don't. But it's become big enough that there is a lot of memes going around, 
And here at the Gates Pod, once things hit the meme level, that is a threshold where we feel like we should discuss it versus whether we want to discuss it. We love we talked about this earlier in the week. We were like, no, I don't know. And then there was the memes. I was like, yeah, okay, let's do this. So uh, (laughs) Army Hammer, uh, it had come out last week that a girl got kicked off of Raya, uh, which is a um, celebrity date. It's it's Tinder for celebrities. And uh, she got kicked off for taking a screenshot of a picture of Army Hammer's ass. Now, before you get excited, it's not a good picture of Army Hammer's ass. It's very far away, and she's on a beach. Uh, and then it developed into the alleged area that we're in now, where uh, Army Hammer is a sexual cannibal. And if you haven't heard of that term, well, <laughs> neither have I. Has anyone heard of that term? No. Uh, no. Not Luke's hesitating. Not Luke's fully. Hesitating. Not fully. But didn't Angelina Jolie and her ex-husband Billy Bob they? Didn't they wear blood vials? They did. <laughs> I don't know why it feels it feels true. it feels belittling to call Billy Bob Thornton just Billy Bob. Well, I I, I want I well I you know, you know honestly him. I wasn't for sure if that was his name, but then no, I, took, I took I took a hard right. guess. They had vials around their their necks, but they didn't they didn't drink it. But she also made no, out with her brother. Wasn't there the wasn't there the rumors that they did drink each other's blood? I don't remember that, but I it do. could absolutely be a thing. I do. So that's why I was like, I've heard of. The cannibalistic sexual thing. <laughs> so uh, they they released the person the whatever the story here. released a uh, <laughs> screenshots of the messages, and I don't think we should read all of them, but I'll read some of them. Uh, these are all Army Hammer messaging. They have not res- responded. It says, uh, "Oh my God, that just made me so hard, and it makes me so confused as to why is that even possible? So hard. Think of holding your heart in my hand and controlling when it beats. I am one hundred percent a cannibal. I want to eat you. Fuck, that's scary to admit. B." I've never admitted that before. I've cut the heart out of a living animal and eaten it while still warm. This feels like lyrics like a Kesha song. Um, wow, don't bring Kesha into this. <laughs> <laughs> she had a song called Cannibal, though, didn't she? She did. Right. There it is. <laughs> uh, every time I... Oh, this is the other thing that we don't have to get into. So, yes, sexual cannibals. Uh, do we think it's true? Does he mean it in a literal sense or is it more like poetic? Like, I want to be inside you, you inside me, that kind of like ownership. Well, Luke, you're probably uh, the most artsy homo here. Have you ever said something poetically like that? No, not quite. But you you know whenever you like love somebody so much that you're like, I just want to like burrow inside your rib cage feeling. <laughs> like <laughs> I <laughs> Alfredo? Like that you're just like so Do you know no, love someone I, much? I understand the feeling of like loving Being someone impressed. so much that like, they're not they're not close enough to you. Yeah, like you want like, to be oh my God, so you're, much They in. could be fully cuddling you and like, oh my God, you're still so far away. That yeah. sort of feeling. But the idea that you want them inside of you <laughs> uh, in more than just a pegging sort of way. Uh, it, 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 it's a lot. Listen, that's a lot. I mean, I would yeah, never no, say that to somebody on like a first date. Pegging sort of way. <laughs> But like, yes, what Alfredo's saying, like, come closer, come cuddle with me. Even like penetration wise. Yes. You're not close but enough. Like, I don't know. Eating stomach. Once stomach acid's involved, once bile gets in the game. That's a little It's too a much whole different me. situation. I don't and know. then bringing in, because he's like, I, I the, he, it went from like, I want to eat you, which could in turn, you know, be, I want to eat your ass, you know, like all that shit. It went <gasps> from, it went from <gasps> Luis. <laughs> It went from there to like, oh, I once ate a live animal's heart. Yeah, like, see, that's where it that's gets a little where far. You're like, ooh, you lost me. <laughs> like artistically, ooh. I could be like, sure, okay, let's 
that's romantic. With this. A, it, uh, well, to be clear, it wasn't a live animal's heart. He uh, it was a, a very recently living. Yeah, animal. it was an animal's heart that was still warm. It was the animal formerly known as alive until just now when I ate its heart. Listen. So, uh, but, yeah, well, but we're getting away from it. Do you think it's true? Well, see, I heard the rumors that it was through Instagram. It is a yes or no. No, but do I you heard... think it's true or do you not think it's true? I don't know. You know what you think? It, I think there's some truth to it. Oh, okay. Alfredo? Yeah, I would say that there's probably some truth to it. Um, but whether or not he wants to d- devour women's toes. <laughs> uh, Which is another part of like, it. Like sever toes and eat them Keep it in is a pocket. different story. Yeah. Well, because there's also that rumor of the, of the Finstagram that he had where he was like bragging about drug tests and him being like, my body is a vessel that can just process it. He's like, I had THC and cocaine in my piss, but who does it? Like, there's this whole story too. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. That seems much more believable though, where he's just like an asshole douchebag. I mean, he's the heir to like Arm and Hammer. That's what his name is. Army Hammer. Yeah. Like, I can <laughs> see him being an asshole a, a and having this like debaucherous sort of douchebaggy Finsta, that makes much more sense than him being like, I want to eat and rape you. Listen, that, that does feel like a little beyond the scope. I don't and know. And I think he's smart enough to not have texted that. But Well, who knows? But here's here. I don't know. I, sex, is a, sex is a very difficult thing for Americans specifically, because I can only speak about Americans, to like get through. The, the, the sexual appetite will drive a lot of people to do a lot of things. Oh, yeah, completely. Because he, him and his wife recently just went through a divorce back in July, I yeah. think. So I don't know what all the details are circling with that. So I am curious of what all of this is because she's now claiming that it's true. But I mean. She is? A mother, a mother who like obviously wants to get custody of her kids. Like you're going to be like, yeah. I didn't see that news report. Do you see what I I'm saying? I didn't see that news oh, report. Oh, you didn't see that? Where she was like, it's true. Well, she, she's coming. I mean, she's not saying she that it's true. She was already in she's saying the Dominican I, Republic with her children. I'm starting to believe what other women are oh, saying. I'm starting yes. to believe. Okay. Like, well, hold on, because I want to get into this a little bit, too, what you just said. I'm going to read another part of the screenshots, which, sorry, Deb, because my mother's listening to this. Uh, this also was said. Every time I have fucking someone in the ass since you, the only way I can come is if I pretend I'm fucking you in the ass. She says, really? He says, yes. She says, why is that? He says, it's incredibly frustrating. No, he says, it's incredible frustrating. Sorry. I don't know. You were the most intense and extreme version that I've ever had. Raping you on your floor with a knife against you. Everything else seemed boring. You crying and screaming. Me standing over you. It felt like a god. I've never felt such power or intensity. It. I mean, is this going to be the, um, the revival of American Psycho? Maybe. <laughs> Alfredo then said, this is an earlier conversation off uh, mic. what I say? He was like, well, this seems ridiculous. Like, he's been married for 13 years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yes. So, he was married before um, the July divorce. With uh, He was married to his wife of 13 years. And they weren't married for 13 years, but they've been together 13 years. Uh, and so, it's like, oh... For me, I said that because I feel like she would know something about this. Oh, yeah. This 
kink and but you we also mean, were like i can't believe i was like uh, yeah but, but what would i they are no, divorced i understand the way part of it. i understand the way it came i came off in saying it but what i meant was that uh uh this kink and we don't mean to kink shame anybody but uh his wife would know about this if this was a major part of his sex life she would know Maybe unless he had a secret sex. Because you life. don't, you no. Because he not could have been hiring no, sex workers. It would He's come got up. Money. It would come up at the beginning, or you know, somewhere in the middle, oh. where it's like, oh, this thing I want, I need to have it, and either I'm going to cheat on you to have it, or I'm gonna kind of bring it up in our sex life. She would know something about it. Who? I mean, who knows? Time will tell. Time will tell. <laughs> We should check how many toes she has. <laughs> Step one. Show us them feet. Anyways, we gotta go. <laughs> We're done. Well, before we leave the sex in the city realm, uh, it, the title's the same, so I'm gonna sort of pretend it's a city. We all watched it. So good. So good. Watch yeah. it. We don't well, need, there's not even a discussion to have. That's happen. it. It's just yeah, fucking it's just amazing. So just watch Fran it. Fran yeah. Lebowitz's documentary. If you're not from New York and you're listening to this, watch it and you'll have maybe a a semblance of understanding of what we mean when we talk about living here. I watched and I felt so seen <laughs> as she just bitched about everything that has to do with New York. Like her, when she was like, I yell at people pretend it's a city when she's walking down the street and there's other people here. It reminded me of what people point out that I say to them as I say, walk with purpose. <laughs> and that's, I yell at it. strangers. I yell at my friends. If we're crossing a street and people are, are meandering, if, if things are coming and we need to move, I say walk with purpose. It is a lesson I learned in, in, in theater, and I think it's a lesson every New Yorker can use. And just based on that, it just felt like sitting down with a friend and it's discussing an, what honestly, New York is. It's a good show. You should, everyone should watch it. It's just to get a small sense of what New York City life is like. Yes. I mean, I want to be her. <laughs> well, well, you look like her. That should be something. I mean, I'm growing. My hair is pretty similar at this point, <laughs> to be quite honest. <laughs> Little Luke, you smile too much to be friendly boys. I mean, that's the problem. Not a... That's that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, I would love to be her, but like, I'm too happy. <laughs> so that's us. Um, anybody have any final thoughts? Mm. Um, um, no final thoughts for anybody. I have one always. I mean, the Cadbury egg commercial was great. Be a sharer. <laughs> that's yeah that's true yes um do you want to explain that more yes well it breaks well, down is it a it final was... thought or is it a final essay but... no it's a final thought it it was nice to see a same-sex depiction in a cadbury commercial it's true <laughs> although I'll be honest i don't think i've ever eaten a cadbury egg they look disgusting yeah neither have i i had I one with them. megan i love cadbury that's about it. cadbury their candy bars are delicious but like mm. but there's so luke didn't elaborate there's a cadbury commercial uh, I think and, it's mainly in the UK yes. uh, about all the different ways to eat Cadbury eggs. Cadbury eggs. And at the end of it, there is a same-sex couple who is They're eating an egg it. by essentially going in for a kiss but sharing the egg. So yeah, so uh, we support Cadbury. Like, go buy some Willy Wonka treats. I will. I will. Because Cadbury, I think, bought the rights of Willy Wonka. Oh, yeah. Willy Wonka didn't buy them. Willy Wonka's not a person. No, um, but the company Willy Wonka <laughs> isn't it a company? No. But they sell the nerds. That's because. That's because uh, Cadbury bought them. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Next week, if, there's, if, if the world doesn't end, we will do a deep dive on the Wonka business strategy. I could have sworn. Uh, Alfredo, do you have any final thoughts? Anything you want to cover? I got nothing. All right. Uh, my final thoughts are always the same. Please wear a mask. Please wash your hands. Uh, as we've said at the top of this, 
COVID is clearly not going away. There's still so much uh, rampant out there. Please take care of yourself. And while you're taking care of yourself, you're going to take care of your community. So please, it's not just about you. It's not just about us. It's about all of us together. So do not forget that. Until next time, please find us on social media. You can find us on uh, Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. All those places that you cannot find Donald Trump, which will bring me joy till the day I die. It's the greatest thing of all time. Uh, Please find us there. Please uh, like and subscribe. Please leave us a a five-star rating if you like this. And if you didn't, leave us five stars to really show us what you mean. Um, And let us know who you are. Are you Samantha, Carrie, Miranda, Charlotte? Absolutely. We want to know. We want to know your your rising, your your falling, all of those signs of of Sex and the City. So let us know, Uh, and we will see you next week. So until then, take care of yourself. Bye and bye. Jealous. You are just like a rat jumping around the corner looking for a food. Very jealous.